Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz. Welcome to another Bible Ring of the Day. Today we are in, uh, for your NIV, we're in Isaiah 52, 1 through 15. Then for your ESV, Leviticus 25, 1 through 55. And then Acts 25, 1 through 27. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Awake, awake, O Zion, clothe yourself with strength. Put on your garments of splendor, O Jerusalem, the holy city, the uncircumcised and defiled. We will not enter you again. Shake off your dust. Rise up, sit enthroned, O Jerusalem. Free yourself from the chains of your neck, O captive daughter of Zion. For this is what the Lord says. You were sold for nothing, and without money you, were, you will be redeemed. For this is what the sovereign Lord says. At first my people went down to Egypt to live. Lately Assyria has oppressed them. And now what do I have here? declares the Lord, for my people have been taken away for nothing, and those who rule them mock, declares the Lord. All and all day long, my name is constantly blasphemed. Therefore my people will, not, will know my name. Therefore in that day they will know that it is I who foretold, this, foretold it. Yes, it is I. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring God's tidings, who bring good tidings, who who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, your God reigns. Listen, you watchmen, lift up your voices. Together they shout for joy. When the Lord returns to Zion, they will see it with their own eyes. Burst into songs of joy together with the, the together you ruins of Jerusalem, for the Lord has confirmed his people. For the Lord has comforted his people, he has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord will lay bare his holy arm in the sight of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth will will see the salvation of our God. Depart, depart, go out from here. Touch no unclean thing. Go out from it and be pure, you who carry the vessels of the Lord, but you who will not leave in haste or go in flight, for the Lord has will go beyond you, before you. The God of Israel will be your rear guard. Suffering and glory of the servant. See, my servant will act wisely. He will, he will be raised and lifted up and highly exalted. Just as there were many who were appalled of him, he will he his appearance will was so disfigured beyond that of any man, and his form marred beyond human likeness. So we will sprinkle many nations, and kings will shut their mouths because of the, of him. For what they were not told, they will see, and what they have not heard, they will understand. Let's go ahead and head to your ESV readings. Okay, so now we're in your ESV reading. Um, uh, let's see, we're in Leviticus chapter 25, uh, verses 1 through 55. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. The Sabbath year, the Lord spoke to Moses on Mount Sinai, saying, Speak to the people of Israel and say to them, When you come into the land that I give you, the land shall, shall keep a Sabbath to the Lord. For six years you shall sow your, your field, 
And for six years you shall prune your vineyard and gather in its, fruit, in its fruits. But in the seventh year there shall be a Sabbath of solemn rest for the Lord, a Sabbath to the Lord. You shall not sow your field or prune your vineyard. You shall not reap what grows of heart itself in your harvest, or, or gather the grapes of your undressed vine. It do, shall be a year of solemn rest for the, for the land. The Sabbath of the land shall provide food for you, for yourselves and for the male and female servant slaves, for your hard, hard worker and for the sojourner who lives with, he, with you, and for your cattle and for the wild animals that are in the land, all its, all its yield shall be for food. The year of Jubilee. You shall count seven weeks of years, seven times seven years, so that the time of the seven weeks of your years shall go give you forty-nine years. Then you shall sound the loud trumpet on the tenth day of the seventh month of the Day of Atonement. You shall sound the trumpet throughout all your land, and you will consecrate the fiftieth year and proclaim liberty throughout the land to all its inhabitants. It shall be a jubilee for you. When each of you shall return to his property, and each of you shall return to his clan, the fiftieth year shall be a jubilee for you. In it you shall neither sow nor reap that, that what grows of, its, of itself, nor gather the grapes from the undressed vines, for it is a, is a jubilee. It shall be holy to you. You may eat the produce of the field. In this year of Jubilee, each of you shall return to his property. And if you make a sale to your neighbor or buy for your neighbor, you shall not wrong one another. You shall pay you. You shall pay your neighbor according to the number of years after the Jubilee, and he shall sell to you according to the number of years for crops. If the years are many, you shall increase the price and. And if the years are few, you shall reduce the price, for it is the number of the crops that he is selling to you. You shall not wrong one another. You shall fear your God, for I am the Lord your God. Therefore you shall do my statutes and keep my rules and perform them, and then you will dwell in the land securely. The land will yield its fruit, and you will eat your your fill and dwell in, in it securely. And if you say, "What shall we eat in the seventh month year if we may not may not sow or gather in our crop I will command my blessing on you in the sixth year so that it will produce a crop sufficient for three years when you you sow in the eighth year, you will be eating some of the old crop that you shall eat the old until the ninth year when its crop arrives." Redemption and property. The land shall not be sold in perpetuity. For the land is mine. For you are strangers and sojourners with me. And all this country you possess, you shall allow a redemption of the land. If your brother becomes poor and sells part of the property, then he, his nearest redeemer shall come and redeem what his brother has sold. And if a man has not 
no one to redeem it, and then himself becomes prosperous and finds sufficient means to redeem it. Let him calculate the years since he sold it and pass back the balance to the man to whom he sold and then return to his property. But if he does not have sufficient means to recover it, then when he sold what he sold shall remain in the hand of the buyer until the year of Jubilee. In the year in the Jubilee it shall be released, and he shall return to his property. If a man sells a dwelling house in a walled city, he may redeem it within a year of, of its sale. For a year full year he shall have the right of redemption. If it is not redeemed within a full year, then the house in the walled city shall belong to to in perpetuity to the buyer throughout his this his generation it shall be not be released in the in the jubilee before the house of the villages that have no, no wall around them shall be classified with the field of the land they may be redeemed and they shall be released in the jubilee as for the cities of the levites the levites may redeem at any time the houses in the cities they possess. And if one of the Levites exercises his right and re of redemption, then the houses, house that was sold in a city they possess shall be released in the Jubilee. For the houses in the cities of the Levites and their possessions among the people of Israel. But the fields of Pasherland belonging to their cities may not be sold. For that in is their possession forever kindness of for poor brothers if your your brother becomes poor and cannot maintain himself with you you shall sub support him as though he were a stranger and a sojourner and he shall live with you take no interest from him or profane but fear your god that your your brother may li li live beside you you shall not lend him your money or at interest, nor give him your food for profit. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt to give you the land of Canaan, and to be your God. If your brother becomes poor besides you and sells himself to you, and shall not make him serve as you shall not make him serve as a slave, he shall be with you as a hard worker and and as a sojourner. He shall serve with you until the year of Jubilee. Then he shall go out from you and his children with him and go back to his own clan and return to the possession of his fathers. For they are my servants whom I brought out of the land of Egypt. They shall not be sold as slaves. You shall not rule over him ruthlessly, but shall fear your God. As for your male and female slaves whom you have whom you may have, you may buy male and female slaves from among the nations that are around you. You may also buy from among the strangers who sojourn with you and their clans that are with you, who have been born in your land, and they may be your property. You may be bequeath them to your sons after you to inherit as a possession forever. You may make slaves of them, but over your brothers, the people of Israel, you shall not rule over one over another ruthlessly. Redeeming a poor man. 
If a stranger or sojourner with, with you becomes rich and your brother besides him becomes poor and sells himself to the stranger or sojourner with you or to be a member of the stranger's clan, then after he is sold, he may be redeemed. One of his brothers may redeem him or his uncle or his cousin may redeem him or a close relative from his clan may redeem him or if he grows rich, he may be may redeem him. He shall calculate with his buyer from the year when he sold him to him until the year of Jubilee, and the price of his sale shall vary well vary with the number of years. The time he has with his owner shall be rated as the time of a hired worker. If there are still many years left, he shall pay proportionately for his redemption some of his sale price if there remain but a few years until the year of jubilee he shall calculate and pay for his redemption in proportion to his years of service he shall treat him as a worker hired year by year he shall not rule ruthlessly over him in your sight and if he is not redeemed by these means then he and his children with him shall be released in the year of jubilee for it is to me that the people of israel are servants they are my servants whom i brought out of the land of egypt i am the lord your god let's go ahead and head to your new testament reading hello everyone now we are in your new testament reading we are in acts 25 1 through 27 let's go ahead and read the scripture paul appears to appeals to Caesar. Now three days after Festus had arrived in the province, he went up to Jerusalem for, from Caesarea. And the chief priests and the prince, principal men of the Jews laid out their case against Paul. They urged him, asking as a favor against Paul, that he summon him to Jerusalem, because they were planning an ambush to kill him on the way. Festus replied that Paul be, be, was being kept at Caesarea, and that he himself intended to go there shortly. So he said, so said he, Let the men of authority among you go down with me, and if there is anything wrong about the man, let them bring charges against him. After he stayed among them not more than eight or ten days, he went down to Caesarea, and the next day he took his seat on the tri tribunal and ordered Paul to be brought. When he had arrived, the Jews had come down from Jerusalem, stood around him, bringing him many and serious charges against him that they could not prove, but arguing in his defense neither against the law of the Jews nor against the temple nor against Caesar have I committed any offense. But Festus, wishing to do the Jews a favor, said to Paul, Do you wish to go up to Jerusalem and there be tried on these charges before me? But Paul said, I am standing before Caesar's tribunal, where I ought to be tried. To the Jews I have done no, no wrong, as you yourself know very well. If then I am a wrongdoer and have committed anything to which I deserve death, I do not seek to escape death. But if there is nothing to their charges against me, no one can give me up to, to them. I appeal to Caesar. Then Festus, then when he had, then Festus, when he had conferred with his council, answered, "The to, to Caesar you have appealed; to Caesar you shall go." 
before Paul before Agrippa and Bernice. Now when some days had passed, Agrippa and King, the king and Bernice arrived in Caesarea and greeted Festus. As they stayed there many days, Festus laid Paul's case before the king, saying, There is a man left prisoner by Felix, and when I was at Jerusalem, the chief priests and the elders of, of the Jews laid out their case against him. Asking for a sentence of condemnation against him, I answered them that I was not the custom of the Romans to give up anyone before the accused met the accusers face to face and had opportunity to make him de defense concerning the charge laid against him. So when they came together there here, I made no delay, but on the next day took my seat on the tribunal and ordered the man, man to be brought. When the accuser stood up, they brought no charge in his case of such evils as I supposed. Rather, they had certain points of dispute with him about their own religion and about a certain Jesus who was dead, but whom Paul asserted to be alive. Being at a loss how to investigate these, que these questions, I asked whether he wanted to go to Jerusalem and be tried there regarding them. But when Paul had appealed to be kept in custody for the decision of the emperor, I ordered him to, to be held until I could send him to Caesar. Then Agrippa said to Festus, I would like to hear the man myself. Tomorrow, said, said he, you will hear him. So on the next day, Agrippa and Bernice came with great prompt, Pomp, and they entered the audience hall with the military tribunes and the prominent men of the city. Then at the com command of the Festus, Paul was brought in, and Festus said, King Agrippa and all who are present, present with us, you see this man about whom the whole Jewish people petitioned me, both in Jerusalem and here, shouting that he ought not to live any longer. But I found out I found that he had had done nothing deserving death, and he himself appealed to the emperor. I decided to go ahead and send him, but I have nothing definite to write to my lord about him. Therefore, I have brought him before you all, and especially before you, King Agrippa, so that after we have examined him, I may have something to write. For it seems to me unreasonable in sending a prisoner not to indicate the charges against him. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Lord God, I just praise you. I thank you for who you are. I just lift you up, O oh Lord. I just ask that you be with us. Watch over us as we go through our day. And just bless us, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.